0: I was promised a Cartman impre- impression.
1: Do it. Do it. Just do
0: it. Oh, we already it. going? I, do just it. do it. I wanna hear the Cartman impression.
2: I wanna be to be That was good. That was good. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> we all remember that South Park episode. That was a great right? episode, yeah. Oh god. <laughs> Get out of my flashback, oh, you <laughs> goddamn Jew. <laughs> that was the trapper keeper, flashback. right?
2: You got that That was the
1: Trapper Keeper episode, right? Ooh, I don't remember. All I know is that he needed to go back in time to learn about history and how the Constitution was made. He something. was
2: doing it so he didn't have to research a paper. He was hitting himself with a bat oh, in his right. head oh, so yeah, he yeah. could have a flashback. I don't want to go back in time. And not have to research time, a paper.
3: Time? Time? <laughs>
1: Anyway, let's move on. <laughs> we have already derailed so show. far. <laughs> Sorry, guys. By the way, that's the that's, female that's,
0: voice. That's, that's Dawn, by the way. You may remember her from other movie-based podcasts and Breaking Bad-based uh, podcasts that we've done. She'll be on the show in, up until my wife comes back with some hair supplies. Anyway. Right, right. <laughs> Got to get our so, girly on. Yeah, absolutely. So, we, we, so before we begin, just wanted to let you guys know to check out the Podbender Network over at podbender.com. If you're a fan of our show, please check out other great shows like the Dead Better Ones, which Dawn has listened to. That's actually quite amazing. Did that was you enjoy half an episode? to be Did sure. you enjoy the, uh, the the Frank Underwood?
2: <laughs> that- <laughs> I don't think I enjoyed it as much as as Adam, but I did oh. enjoy it.
0: That, that was a good because <laughs> you
1: actually know House of Cards, so oh I thought you would God. enjoy it more than me, it's who doesn't know well, that. Well, they show started so
2: like following the ra- rabbit hole down, like. Like, all podcasts do. But, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, that's kind of the point. The glory but hole. Of no, it was pretty freaking funny. It was, you know, the fact that they were like, dude, we could freaking hear you. Like, what is wrong with you, sociopath? Like, that was great. I love that.
0: Yeah, so uh, check out the the Dead Bedouins who released a new episode on Monday. Check out Generation Oddcast whenever they come out with a new They've episode. They released one this week. Yeah. That, that, episode lap, 28. Yeah, episode 28 from last week. And they had uh, uh, Rick Wellbanks from the Shenanigans podcast it on. It was great. It was a good episode. A good and they episode. gave us a little shout out, which was cool. Yeah, and I
1: loved him. And, and I don't I posted for Dave not to worry about his incest porn thing. Like, yes. We're all on the same page with that one. <laughs> Absolutely. I, man. But I did tell him We all
0: watched stepmother
1: porn at one point. <laughs> he might want to start off with just stepfather porn first. Yes. And then work your <laughs> way up to mother son <laughs> porn. I'm just saying. Why not, man? Well, as the next step after this is like granny porn, mm-hmm. which I haven't crossed into that threshold ever I yet. Hope. But yet. I I think Dave might be on his way.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and uh, don't forget to uh, check us out on iTunes as well. Subscribe to us in there. And uh, don't forget to, uh, if, if, you, if you guys are mobile users, please download your uh, Stitcher app from your iOS or Android device. And, uh, you know, add us to your playlist because that'd be fun. I got hit on by an 86-year-old woman this week.
1: And that's how the granny porn starts. It, it reminded me of that. <laughs> in she, her head. She, was, she, she asked if I wanted to kiss her. Oh. And I, and I put my hand up like across my body like this dementia. and i said no and she and said you know. she was very demented but okay. she was like why did you do that <laughs> with your arm and i just like I, I no just no no thank you <laughs>
0: man adam is living the life he gets hit on by women
1: <laughs> all the time all the time this was the first time in four years at
0: my job and she was not very happy. Oh <laughs> man! At least you, uh, at least you got some. <laughs> at least you got some action. <laughs> so let's go ahead and uh, go ahead and uh, start the show, and uh, we'll go ahead and jump into the feed. <laughs> All right, guys. So uh, last weekend. You guys remember you guys? You guys have listened to uh, X 1039 living in Southern California. So one uh, band that gets the rotation through there, uh, through there is Stained. This is more of a Kcal band. That is, yeah, more of a Kcal but band.
1: That's because it's just gotten that awful. Well,
0: did About you guys know a that?
2: Cola band. <laughs>
0: <laughs> did you guys know that Stained is actually still performing? And last weekend, frontman Aaron Lewis actually did something kind of cool and uh stopped the band uh stopped the band mid show to address uh from what he perceived as uh, some some young lady was crowd surfing in the crowd over a bunch of douchebags apparently and uh what he saw was a bunch of douche was a bunch of doucher assholes kind of molesting the young lady mm. and so he decided to uh stop the show and uh remind the guys to uh hey 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 All right, listen up, you fucking assholes. This fucking girl right there is like 15 fucking years old. You fucking pieces of shit. You're
1: molesting her and she's on the fucking crowd. Your motherfuck... Your your fucking
0: mothers should be ashamed of themselves, you pieces of shit. You should all be fucking beaten down by everyone around you for being pieces of shit. If I fucking see that shit again, I swear to God, I will point you out in the crowd and have everyone around you beat your fucking ass and then he continued on so anyway, with the crowd, so that was fun now
1: that we 're here so far away,
0: I want to dedicate this next song to Fred Durst yeah, the absolutely. Man who made my career
1: <laughs> anyway, be nice to women,
0: be nice to ladies man now don 't don't don 't molest anybody while you guys are in a uh, uh, crowds, Especially at a stained show. Don't go to stain shows, by the Don't way. Don't go to there stain shows. There you go. There is <laughs> the moral
2: um, to the story. Probably oh. this
0: girl, if she was underage, then that means she
1: was born after stained Became a band.
0: Yeah, which is weird. So what
1: was she doing were
2: there? She was $5. She wanted to go to a show.
1: <laughs> it was at her the... dad
2: took her. She had ah, to, she had to crowd surf away from him <laughs> just to have some fun.
1: <laughs> it was at the local carnival.
2: <laughs> it was at the local racetrack like Alice and <laughs> Hey,
1: fuck you. That was a horse racetrack. And fuck you. <laughs>
2: and it was the show was ended by what? A flip-flop. Oh. <laughs>
1: Flip flop to the eye. All right.
2: an arrive flip flop. <laughs> it's a
1: great, great show.
2: But I digress. Hey,
1: you saw a horse. I'm doing right. what's on saying. <laughs>
2: uh, okay.
1: You were happy about that. But regardless, uh, you know, stain
0: Stay. is kind of a shitty band, but but it was still kind of cool for Aaron Lewis. Are they uh, still
1: making albums?
0: Uh, I would hope not, for the sake of uh, the music industry. a follow-up the album.
1: Their follow-up album to It's Been a While. Yes. I don't remember the name of that one, but I did own it. Mm-hmm. It's Somebody
2: been a long while, me. and we're glad. <laughs> <laughs> the world is I remember swag.
0: liking that album. I remember they had a kind of cool song, and it was a yeah. very heavy song, and it was basically Fuck You, Mom. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. To my mother Yeah, well, that was the one, yeah To my father It's your son <laughs> It's your daughter Remember?
1: And the video was like kids screaming at their parents in a diner yes. and the parents weren't That's what
0: it was. <laughs> <laughs> Very adolescent They very... were just ignoring it yeah. This is a grown-ass man writing these lyrics, by the way <laughs> I'm was it, or now. maybe he
2: found like lyrics from when he was a kid, like?
0: Or maybe you know? he, teenagers just sent him lyrics and he just sang maybe. it because he's a talentless hack. I'm thirty <laughs> five. Maybe son. from the way that he
2: addressed the crowd, he's still a teenager at heart.
0: Yeah, he might. He might be, but he still, he shouldn't story. be doing that.
2: No, no, no. Agreed, agreed. But you know, he was protecting yeah. an underage girl. Yeah. No, that's good. I think it's great. Mm. I mean, the fact that that he stopped and like hey assholes stop fucking doing yeah. that mid song even he didn't even wait for the song to be over like I thought that was awesome Dave Grohl yeah.
0: does that a lot too. yeah it, does that's, he? That's, that's really cool I've never
2: I've been to plenty of Foo Fighters concerts but I've never seen him do that but um okay how many people do you know have been to fucking <laughs> Foo Fighters concerts uh you... you can suck my lady dick okay
1: <laughs> you and me are the only ones I know um, except your friends sir?
2: <laughs> anyway. So, <laughs> yeah, I've I've never been to a concert where they did that, but I also know that they're concerts. Which is a good thing, which
0: means they're not yeah, doing I, that. Yeah. I've
2: never been to a concert where they did that, but I've been to concerts that felt like they got out of control and they didn't do that. Yeah. Um not too many because I don't go to a lot of concerts for that reason. Um I'm just, you know. A girl. <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> Honestly I can stay
2: home And not deal with that <laughs> shit put on her iPod I can stay at home <laughs> And not be molested Yeah my silk So um, <laughs> But I just I thought that was really cool of him That you know If the crowd isn't gonna behave themselves Then yeah. Stop it And Stop it right there. Like, stop the song and stop what they're doing. And he's
1: also a relic from a bygone era in the 90s where they were very much against crowd surfing and moshing. Yeah, exactly. Like, that was the whole thing that that Smashing Pumpkins tried to (laughs) do was, uh, guys, guys, stop moshing.
0: Stop! We don't want anybody to get hurt.
2: Well, when people die at your show. Oh,
0: that happens once every band once a millennia
2: yeah <laughs> just, just once per one band. of your favorite <laughs> yeah. bands pearl jam almost broke up because somebody died okay, at they their killed, show like, nine people, but... <laughs> yeah that's so... the that's
0: they're true rock stars though just saying
2: <laughs> yeah, they they seriously almost didn't continue with their band because of it. So. Right, so,
0: speaking of people who have died, we got a bit of a follow up on episode <laughs> eighty seven where we talked about the Guar frontman David Brocky, oh, right. and uh, we finally got the official uh, coroner's report, and he officially has died of a heroin overdose, like a real rock star.
1: That's the way to go.
0: Yeah. Do do you, do do you, you, you want to die any other way?
1: I don't I think so. Because if you died that way then you know you're, you will be remembered just kind of fall asleep
0: <laughs> yeah you, you apparently just fall asleep on your couch which which is how they uh found probably him he was like
1: in, in a
2: middle. pool of your own vomit yeah
0: probably well, you No, know,
1: he wasn't awake to uh, to
0: figure out that yeah he's dead who cares <laughs>
2: well, you, you're awake to choke on your own vomit oh, but was uh
1: was heisenberg did he come in and like he could have saved him but then he heisenberg
0: could have saved his life
1: oh you're
0: was brian cranston there <laughs> Where was Brian Grantson? <laughs> we need to find out now. Oh, we man. W- the, the, the 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 pieces are in coming together. In the first
2: together. 20 minutes of the Godzilla movie and then disappearing apparently. <laughs>
0: right, cuz he had
1: he went to go steal back money yeah. from the
0: Guar frontman. And then is when he went
2: and killed the Guar frontman he he or let him die, sorry. Lives. Yeah,
0: yeah, he let he let David Brocky die. Then he went to go f- you know, challenge Godzilla <laughs> to a one-on-one really fight. really,
2: isn't a Guar video just like a Godzilla?
0: <laughs> it ha- yeah, exa- everything's coming together. So
1: be prepared for the Guar frontman's <laughs> father to cause a plane crash.
0: Yeah, there we go. Ooh. Ah, everything's. I do
2: not want to live in Albuquerque right
0: now. No, no, no.
1: (laughs) I don't know what city this happened in. Probably LA because we're we're kind of crazy out here.
0: Yeah, (laughs) we 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 like our heroin here in LA County. (laughs) Delicious. They
2: (laughs) like their heroin all over, especially in New Mexico. I think. (laughs) And in Portland. If I lived in New Mexico, I would like heroin.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So Adam, this gets you. This 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 next news story should get you pretty hyped up. So. Last week, we kind of talked about the rise Against a little bit and how they teased everybody and didn't really give us any information. Right. They just um, played a couple of tired riffs and said, coming soon. Coming soon. But, but now, now this week. they finally gave us some real information, including a title for their new album. It's going to be called The Black Market, mm. coming out July 15th. We got a false solid date now.
1: All right. I'm skeptical.
0: Yeah. Highly cautiously optimistic.
1: Effing skeptical. Because Endgame, I mean, that should have been the one to end it all. Cause ooh, because it was, it was
0: like, a very bad Adam album. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it was a bad Adam album. It was a bad Adam. So um, uh, one more album to add to the pile. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm guessing we won't see them live because Dave LeBlanc told us that they were not so great live, even though we saw them live and we had a good time.
0: We had a great time. and uh, yes. be, but then it, That was know, before Endgame, though. Right. <laughs>
1: he saw them three years later and yeah. Um so I I'm 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 not sure
0: this band is getting older They're
1: getting I, I, you, What
0: do you think they're just running out of things to to bitch about? Is that is that what is that what it is? The next step their is songwriting about, skills, man. Um, is this... ketchup on hot dogs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and how
1: it should be, it should be allowed goddammit.
2: <laughs> they are rising against the ketchup on the
0: hot dogs. Oh. Fucking Chicago.
2: <laughs> no. Fuck um, you guys. Ketchup does not belong on hot dogs. I'm, I'm
0: wondering I've where they stand on this. I've seen this one here eat ketchup on a hot dog.
2: On a sausage, not a hot dog. What? I what? don't eat ketchup on, on hot dogs. I on like a regular sausages. like Frank
0: hot dog? Mm-hmm. Why? Correct.
2: Because it's wrong. Okay, I, w- I imagine. Okay,
0: I imagine you not putting a ketchup on a sausage. I understand that. That's more, you know, it's meatier. There's more flavor to it. That's what she said. Ayo. <laughs> but a Frank, I mean like you got to put all. a hot dog on a Frank. And mustard?
2: Look of consternation. Swing like No, no. Ketchup doesn't belong. It's supposed to be sour.
0: So Dawn is going to enjoy the new Rise Against album. (laughs) (laughs) As
2: I always do enjoy their albums.
0: She's never even given them a chance. Have you never listened to a Rise Against album, Dawn?
2: I'm pretty sure I gave them a chance and did not care for them.
0: Like five, six years ago, probably. Do you not like punk?
2: Depends on the punk.
0: She likes I don't finger. like the
2: kind you like.
0: You like like kind of more aggressive kind of punk. I like, like old punk. Like Goldfinger rock kind of punk. That the, yeah, the rock
1: more show. Said, oh, oh, okay. Yeah, I told her that I didn't know she's so cool, and I think through the window. That's rock show. <laughs> <laughs> many, That's punk. <laughs> how many instruments do you
0: play? Uh, one, two.
1: Two. I can play a bass. A bass, note. yeah.
0: I can play a bass note. <laughs> yeah. See, he's like half a band right there.
2: <laughs> so you can suck. My musical Lady Dick.
1: Ooh. I like where this is coming.
0: <laughs> I, w- I was promised Lady su- lady Dick sucking. <laughs> 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 All right, man. So
1: I want you to give the play-by-play
0: for the <laughs> podcast audience. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you actually do it, then I'd be happy to. So anyway, uh, Adam, last story in the feed. Just kind of a an update Quote in quotations. So uh, uh, In Fear and Faith is actually uh, 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 posted a picture of uh, kind of a reunion. They lost the two... Um, Original members of the band, but they brought back Cody Anderson to Screamer, uh, and I think the old guitarist as well.
1: Was was he from the first? All EP from all and of, album?
0: No, he's from all of the. Cody Anderson was the Screamer in all of the uh, full lengths. Okay. No, Cody, well, not well, not real? not the last one because he wasn't in that one. Okay. But, uh, the but they brought him one. back and they brought uh, and they brought back the old guitarist. But they got rid of the old original members. I think the drummer and. The guitarist slash keyboardist slash keyboardist as right. well, yeah. Uh, so they're the they, ones they haven't, who, like
1: had most of the talent
0: in the yeah. band, I think. So they they got back together and they put, took a picture and they announced that they were going to be uh, touring or doing a show at least with Seosin one on show. July seventh, which is past already. June seventh, sorry, yes, <laughs> that was that was <laughs> yesterday at the time of recording. Uh, and so you think so naturally all the all the comments section where you know people like, hey, is there new music coming from? Because uh, what we didn't report on, I think we, because they did it on an episode that, or on a week when we didn't record, uh, they, they posted this image of, like, you know, a pirate symbol. Right. It looked like a, a tombstone. Yeah, but... tombstone kind of pirate thingy. And then, they, and then they announced that the, with, with no announcement, just kind of like, hey, this is a picture. Get excited, I right. guess. Right,
1: 6, seven
0: fourteen. Yeah, so I said. guess that the announcement was that they're playing a show with sales a show, Just uh. one show. Yeah. Not so, anything else. Naturally the comment section of this picture was like, Hey, you guys hey, have new music coming up and and they're being very coy, they're like, Hey winky face. Mm? <laughs> hey, can I you know key, key, key. Hey, Come on we're just <laughs> all here to <that> a <laughs> good time. <guys>. <laughs> <on>. <laughs> well, but they had they did actually I think before they took the comment down they did they, they did say like, Oh we are you know, we weren't originally uh planning on recording new music. But you know, since we got so much support since the last teaser image, we were actually going to be in the studio coming up sometime soon. That that comment has since been deleted for some reason. <laughs> right. uh, they're not on the label going. or anything, so I don't know why they had right. to feel like they had to do that.
3: Uh,
1: who knows at this point? It might be a legal thing. It might be a we don't know where we're going. We're just doing this for fun. Yeah. We happen to not have to worry about our kids this weekend (laughs) together to play a show. (laughs) My ex-wife has them for the weekend. (laughs) Anthony Green was taking care of them for us. (laughs)
0: Um, So I don't know what this means. I I think you and I... I think it just means that uh, In Fear and Faith is uh, getting back in the saddle of things. It's going to be a long time. I think, before we hear anything new. Yeah, you don't that. think anything, at least in 2014?
1: Probably not. Okay. Unless they've been working secretly for the last year. Which would be nice. And that's why they stayed away from Facebook. Yeah, no, was, you know
0: their, their release in 2012 was one of, you know I think, both yours and I's, one of our favorite albums of that, of that year. It was. Yeah. And I think May of 2013 was the last time they had posted anything before really? that, yeah.
1: that image. Really? saying like hey guys have you picked up our self-titled album yet? like <laughs> you, you know guys, from a year ago for like 6 8 months or something yeah. <laughs> <laughs> got it loved it play
0: more <laughs> exactly so you know we're, we'll look forward to hearing from them in the coming future good on them because they're 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 great musicians and they consistently turn out, turn out good music except for their second album imperial is really rough it's it's pretty rough <laughs> but since then they've consistently uh you know put out some good music so good on them we'll be looking forward to that in the future so shall we get to uh why we uh showed up this weekend
1: if my wife is cool with continuing (laughs) to listen to us yeah actually
0: we have to take we're gonna take your your mic now (laughs) don any last words (laughs) don no she doesn't want to say anything What do you think of in fear and faith? <laughs> <laughs> I gotta edit this whole part Thank out now.
2: Thank you, guys, and <laughs>
0: Yay! <laughs> Thank you, Don, for coming on today.
1: How do you want to get this going? We haven't reviewed an album since Lord. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> you know what? Just, just a side note: the band Echo Smith. Yeah, they were on Conan this week. Yes, and they're on Warp Tour
3: for some th- reason. Yes. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> um, don't they just kind of sound like a, a Lord with a band behind her? Sort From of? the one song I heard, sort of. Yeah, the one song on Conan. Okay. Yeah, I was just like, this sounds like Lord, but just more up tempo and. Less weird, which is what we wanted Lord to sound like from now on, <laughs> right?
0: So anyway, I guess that band's going
1: places. <laughs> Good for them.
0: All right. So as you may or may not know, uh, the Amity Affliction is a band that Adam's been getting into this year, Yay. and he's and it's, and it's rapidly becoming one of his favorite bands. They really are, and I wish I could say how that happened because.
1: It's very rare. Mike and I, we listen to music all the time. I I hear about bands. He tells me about bands. There's very few of them that just like really I grasp onto and just like, fuck yes, I love this so much now. Um, Most of them I'm just like, oh, they're cool. Like In Fear and Faith. I can't say they're like my favorite band in the world, Mm -hmm. but I like them. They're a good band, yeah. So, But this band grew on me like... Like a cancer, I guess, is a way to describe it. Yes, <laughs> like a cancer. It's like there's in cancers my in your blood. blood. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> so this is "Let the Ocean Take Me." Yes, and coming we... out this Tuesday. Yes,
0: coming out this Tuesday on but June 10th in America.
1: On in America, yes, it came out last week.
0: Yeah, on Friday. Uh, in, Australia. In, in Australia, so I
1: had to fly to Australia. Yeah. Um, buy it in their Best Buy. Yes, um, I had to transport my twenty five american dollars into 25 australian dollars because mm-hmm. um, oddly enough i can't buy any of their their merchandise because it's all in australian dollars yes <laughs> it's plastic money yes there's probably kids on the back playing with the boomerang you know <laughs> <laughs> so i then i listened to it on the flight back which took eight days which was enough time for you to right so to, i to absorb it
0: absorbed it
1: i loved it um, I guess we'll just get into it.
0: Yeah, So uh, we and we also saw them uh, live uh, a couple weeks ago At on the, the Hollow Bodies Tour Hollow Bodies in, Tour? Uh, in uh, Anaheim. And they played this opening track. What yeah, is... so let's go ahead and get started. The first track is Pittsburgh, which is their first single. And they released this song, I think, probably back in April, right? <sighs> probably. Something <laughs> like that. And uh, originally, you weren't a big fan of the song. Originally, I wasn't. Um
1: i don't know what i I, I was coming out of the previous albums and loving everything about them pretty much um this one just didn't hit me in the right way at the right time but uh after eight hours of listening to it on the flight home from australia
0: (laughs) um i fucking love it this is one of my favorite songs of this year now wow holy shit just just the song pittsburgh i think it's one of the strongest songs it's and, lyric, and lyrically speaking, it's it's one of the most powerful songs too. He wrote this song, at least he called it Pittsburgh, based on his near
1: fatal overdosing from last year's Warped Tour, yes, which happened in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Um, which you know, as as we've it's near death come, experience, much. I've come to know of this band. There's a lot of discussion of death and loss and yeah. suicide and the whole previous album,
0: Chasing Ghosts,
1: yeah. is an entire like like coping with a friend's suicide. Yeah, if you. And I the would,
0: album art is, of course, someone that that yes. killed
1: themselves. Yeah. So I wasn't a big fan of that album at first until I read all the lyrics yeah. associated with
0: it, and it re- turned into one of my favorite mm-hmm. albums. Yeah, I mean, in, well. the, the, the songwriting skills for this band is really good. They're, they're really good at invoking powerful lyrics in their music. I think so, and I mean, the screamer dude Joel,
1: yeah. he's the one that almost died, but he writes all the lyrics. Yeah. Even though it's two different singers the bass player i think i saw the bass player after the show um when we were at the hollow bodies tour uh-huh but you can't tell it's like you see a dude all tatted up wearing a hat oh he's just a fan <laughs> is that the lead singer i don't know
0: <laughs> um but yeah this song definitely grew on me yeah really i mean good. as far as pittsburgh goes for me it's it's one of my favorite songs of this year that's crazy. so powerful it's yeah. it's, it's, it's 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 infectious. It gets stuck in your head. Really, really. Know. it really does. It really does. So should we move forward? Let's track go ahead. Two? Let's go. Let's go to Lost and Fading, track two.
1: So okay, after I listened, I was listening to this the first time, and I knew this album was going to have to just change my life. Okay. And I was afraid that it wouldn't. Okay. <laughs> so I listened to Pittsburgh, and I was like, okay, I'm digging this song. Track two came on. I was like, this is this is the make or break one. Okay. And. Right when the guitars start there, I was like, I think I'm going to like this song.
0: Okay. Um, And then
1: it turns into... They're
0: they're really good at writing good riffs, too. They're really good, solid, catchy riffs. And incorporating in the electronic elements. Yeah, yeah. They're starting to do that.
1: They did that quite a bit on their earlier albums, too, which I think made them stand out from the other mess of hardcore bands that are out there. And this fucking chorus... Oh, this, yeah, this is more pre- of the pre-chorus, but this is hooky as fuck. Right?
0: Yeah, the chorus is it's not as hooky as it was in Pittsburgh, but well, uh, yeah, <laughs> but it was still, it's, it's still it's not a, a single, <laughs> it's not a single, so it's still a memorable chorus at least, uh, right? Yeah, it's yeah, it's song. a good, it's a good, it's a very good chorus. It's
1: it's very similar to the second track on Chasing Ghosts. Okay, there's a little bit the song titled Life Underground. Mm-hmm. The 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 melody is similar to that, but I freaking love that song. So
0: yeah.
1: Um, so I wasn't able to read all the lyrics for this album yet because
0: because the album <laughs> comes out tomorrow. It Doesn't come out until <laughs> we got an June early 10th, copy because right. Adam was nice enough to go to Australia for right. us. So moving forward from yeah. track number two,
1: let's go to track three. Don't lean on me. So single number two. Now this starts off differently than any previous Amity Affliction track. What the fuck is that? Piano? Oh my
0: god, depth! There's never been an intro piano, or piano <laughs> intro,
1: to an Amity Affliction
0: song. And uh, doesn't this song kind of harken back to the, uh, the, the lead singer's open letter that he sent to his fans? It's
1: kind of like an open letter part two. Yeah, something like that. So what he did when this so- song was released as a single was write a letter yes. to the fans about what this song means. And it's long and kind of rambly, but you know, it lead is. singers, they, they're not... They, they don't. They know how to find words. They do. So he basically wrote about how he is, you know, of course, struggled with anxiety and depression all the time, and drug abuse and drug abuse, and how most fans of this music are also very emotional and have their own issues. And yeah. Cut themselves and things like that. So he's like saying how people have leaned on him. Yeah, for they've, support. They've,
0: they've used him as kind of like the catalyst.
1: Right. And to say, hey, here's all my problems. Tell me what to do with my life.
0: Yeah, um exactly. Because you're a rock star and the lead singer and sing about these things, so you know everything, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you 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 will be my savior. And so, uh the letter was pretty much uh yeah, don't uh, don't don't put all your stuff on me. Right. Like I I, I I
1: struggle with all this like, too. I have too. my
0: own problems to deal with. I, I mean, I I feel for you, but I'm sorry, I can't I can't be the one to right. save you from your own yes. issues. So, um, I don't know if Mike as a lead singer if you ever had anybody
1: no you. one's ever come up to me and be like,
0: "Mike, I really enjoy the way you put yourself. You, you, you could. You, I really like the way you, uh, you know, you, you become a front man up there and you put and if yourself you don't out there." You do tell me how to live my life. I'm going to go home and kill myself later tonight. Yeah,
1: exactly.
3: <laughs> so
1: that's never
0: happened to me, but okay. I've never been
1: as famous as, uh, as the Amity Affliction. Right. right, and not that they're super famous or anything, but
0: they they're definitely have enough. more fans than we
1: do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I thought it just was just the kind fact of the that cool
0: they're movie. they're from Australia and we're talking about them here in America. I think that's. I, I, I wish I would have had that fame.
1: <laughs> I, I, I think so. I think so. so we have um, one
0: guy in Australia who likes our show but the th- <laughs> And we're probably talking about his favorite band here. Exactly. There you go. <laughs>
1: so still a, a song even with the message behind it was still a good song.
0: It's still a good song. Yes. Good chorus. Again good screaming. Catchy chorus. Really good uh, really good riffs. It's it's getting into a very
1: this this bridge right here Harkens back to Rush. Rush? I don't know if I've listened to more Rush than you. Oh uh, yeah, but that was that was a very like epically, you know, eighties arena metal okay. kind of guitar. I never got right I, I
0: never got an arena metal from this vibe from this song, but the, still, it's, okay. I, I, I would put this song like on par with track two, okay. uh, with how with how good it is. All right, cool. So, good bridge though. All right, so moving forward, the way down. This would be track four. So from what I. Th-
1: Red. this was going to be single number three mm-hmm. but now i'm also hearing that track five which we'll get to in a minute yes it's going to be single number three but this was the song that didn't strike me on such a hard chord okay but the more i listen kind of starts it,
0: the same way as don't lean on me. True. Like very like, me very mellow and and then just just throws all the aggression at you right away right so this one you know it, they're just
1: kind of doing their thing, I guess. Yeah. Um, didn't strike me as much. Didn't have as powerful of a course.
0: Not as I memorable, think, right? Not
1: as memorable. Um, There's certain elements in it that are just heavy enough to like definitely enjoy. But um, you know, they're they're not going to be able to give you like. The, <laughs> not everything
0: can be a winner, though. Not everything, everything can be <laughs> wonderful all the not time. Not everything can I be guess. Pittsburgh, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's not a bad. It's not a bad song. No. Not, not at all. It's, it's, it's a good. It's a good song that carries you through the next track. Catchy enough. Catchy enough. Yeah. It's an adequate song. Very It is adequate. Yeah.
1: So why they would choose it as the third single, I wasn't quite sure. But because it's
0: memorable. Has a memorable lyrics in the beginning. So.
1: Yeah. I'm not the one to make those decisions. I
0: guess. Yeah. Roadrunner Records is. Well, they are on Roadrunner. Speaking of which, this is their second uh, major label. Uh, That's true That's true So which Also since
1: Chasing Ghosts Was on Roadrunner After reading all the lyrics And all of that I was really surprised That Roadrunner Would be like A fan of them True
0: But you know who else Is on Roadrunner? The Devil Wears Prada Really? Yeah Shit I always
1: associate them Just with Slipknot and Nickelback
0: Yeah 818 was their first uh, I know that was your Most disappointing of last year But that was was your That was their first Major label debut (laughs)
1: So this band's just kicking it. Should we move on to track five? Yeah, let's do it. All right.
0: Never alone.
1: So this song, if we're going to talk about 80s. Oh. <laughs> what is up with that riff? <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Fast dinner, times at Richmond High, oh yeah. <laughs> driving around like... in our blue Pontiac.
0: <laughs> okay, so... but then... The the verse hits. This is this is not an '80s verse. It's such a hodgepodge song, though. It's so weird. Uh,
1: So I can understand why this is a would be a single.
0: (laughs) Just because it does sound like it was written by. uh, It it was really influenced by the label, though. It's just that falling and rising guitar riffs. Dun dun dun
1: dun dun dun. That is that is so like mainstream, though. So.
0: But you know they they made it their own, <laughs> sort of. I mean they added their you know elements of their band into that they did. <laughs> so now wait until this chorus
1: hits. Oh man, this, this is like the hookiest ever. Hookiest? This is. I hate the chorus to be honest. Man. Really? Yeah. Because this one this one ruled.
3: Share days and share our
0: It's so. I don't know. It's kind of grading. Kind of what? Grading. Graded. Yeah.
1: I think it was good for them as a band trying to do something different.
0: Yeah, that's they've, definitely they've, true, but I don't think this I don't think this hit the mark though.
1: They've never done something that kind of went to that level of poppiness. This
0: was this is their most radio friendly track I so think. So then
1: they brought it back by being themselves here.
0: Yeah, right here. Yeah.
1: And I think that I still think it worked. Okay. It's still like not cringeworthy poppy.
0: It's 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 right there though, it straddles the <laughs> line. Never alone, never alone,
1: never apart.
0: Whatever.
3: <laughs>
1: okay, let's hear it again, one more time.
0: Okay. <laughs> we found each other in the dark. Yes. <laughs> Just turn on the light. <laughs> Come gotcha. on. It's metaphorical, you <laughs> I asshole. I know. I know.
3: <laughs> never alone.
1: So, this is like probably the most positive of any of their songs I've ever heard. Okay. They've never written, like, a love song, either. Kind of. Where yeah. they've, like, they, they've, like, saying how happy they are that they found somebody. Yeah. It was more about, I'm pissed off that I lost somebody in all of their previous material. And don't so, put your problems on me, pretty much. But, you know, it's it's really a one-off song, because it's not like the rest of the album is... I don't
0: think it fits very well, though. I know it's right... It's, it's like, right in the smack dab in the middle of the album, too. So, it... I... I thought it kind of bridged okay. the
1: two ends. Okay. Uh, you know. That's cool, was, but I'm glad you okay. enjoyed it, though. I was,
0: I was wondering if you were going to enjoy this song, because it just kind of comes out of nowhere. We're ready for war. We are. <laughs> I, I, I love you so much. We are ready for war!
1: <laughs> because he found her in the dark.
0: Yeah. Now, the, they just released a couple of new shirts uh-huh.
1: <laughs> that had lyrics from this song on it. Sure. Um, it's the image of, a, of two people inside a coffin. Okay. Like, one, one person is alive, the other is a Aww. skeleton. That's, so that's disgusting. I was wondering if that... Because I didn't read the lyrics for this song. Yeah. But it was... I, I don't know. This was, it was a man and a woman. Yeah. The man was the skeleton, I assume. Okay. The woman was the live person, and they're inside a coffin. So she's
0: into uh, uh, fucking dead people, huh? <laughs> Necrophilia. Necrophilia, yes. <laughs> Not
1: narcolepsy. <laughs> All right. Moving on. So the next track is uh, Death's Hand. Mike was nice enough to do some research on the lyrics. Yes, for this one, he found must have found an Australian website <laughs> that, had the, that got it early, right? That had an early release of the lyrics. This was more and more a standout track.
0: This is a good track. Yes,
1: it coming out of like the relatively super poppy uh, <laughs> "Never Alone,"
0: the uh, come out of the out of nowhere "Never Alone." Right. So this just brought it back to. Everything Again, great fucking beautiful. riff. Yes, oh, good. so good. Didn't they get a new guitarist for this? Record? No, they've had the same band. I think they they were in brought school. in like Dan Brown or something to help the out the Dan guitar. Brown band? The Dan Brown <laughs> band? Yeah, they <laughs> a country so, act, but <laughs> no, no, there was a. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm sure Dan Brown's not the right name, but uh, <laughs> they, I, uh, it might have been a different band though. But Maybe that's the Brown band. probably.
1: So this God, God, goes this God, goes back to them being. What's good about this band? Yeah, the back and forth with the dual vocals.
0: There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of uh, a lot of vocals in this record, and I can't. I know you're more familiar with their past records than I, because I you know I have listened to him, but not as much as I've listened to this album. But did have a lot of melodic vocals in their past albums? A lot of uh, melodic vocals in their past albums.
1: Yes, and the back and forth between them was a lot better. Okay. up until Chasing Ghosts where it seemed like they relied too much I felt okay. on the melody but um
3: but there's this a good one, balance in this one's a better balance yeah
1: now his voice used to sound much more Devil Wears Prada-y like high pitch screaming yeah. so like it has dropped
0: yes but it used just to like be just like Devil Wears, Wears Prada more, uh, Devil Wears Prada now has his, his screaming like a lot more good or all.
1: I didn't hear that so much on Eight Eighteen myself.
0: He does. He he goes back and forth though. He goes like, right. <laughs> so, still a great. Should we, should we wait for the uh, bridge, or <laughs> is it going to take that long? Because the bridge is very. Uh, if, if you go into this album and you're just, and you're just listening to it, and uh, the bridge hits, you might think that he might be referring to a, a man named Jeff. Right. Uh, <laughs> but he's not. Apparently the lyric is "Hey, hey, death, get fucked, get fucked,"
1: which I think is an Australian way of saying "fuck off." Yeah, like I like we, that. We say "fuck off," they say "get fucked." Yeah. So that I sounds that like that sounds more
0: like a compliment in, right. in, here in America.
1: Right. It just means like you're a whore. Get fucked. Whore. Yeah. <laughs> I would like to get fucked. Thank you. Thank you. I will.
0: <laughs>
1: um, so should we move on? This is just a good track. All it is all. a very good track. Yeah, yeah. Um, and
0: remember, it's, it's 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 "Hey, death, get fucked." not Jeff. <laughs> for those of you who are worried. <laughs> now this This is FML, fuck my life. Probably the another standout
1: track. Okay? For me, what does FML mean? Fuck my life. But in Australian it means <laughs> <laughs> what does it mean? Finding my light. Yes. This is kind of like another positive song. Yeah, yeah. So um but this was where I was just like, okay, this this album's working. Good, kind of on most most cylinders, because I love when they when a band has that somewhere in the middle where it just throws into a fucking like great chorus, great heavy part. Mm -hmm. This is a pretty hooky chorus. It is too hooky, Mike. Never too hooky. hooky. No, it's not.
0: Never alone. It's that (laughs) 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 running (laughs) around
1: town in my car. (laughs) It's (laughs) nineteen eighty two, and I'm in my car. (laughs) (laughs) So it's called Finding My Light. Yes. So, but they put FML, F- FML, man. Right. <laughs> Fuck my light. Find my life. I don't know. <laughs> Fuck my light. So they just—I don't know. They—they—they they, they didn't change up too much anymore from any of their kind of heavy. Parts. Yeah, their
0: formula remains the same. It's just that they just continue to knock it out of the park with what they do. I think so. I think so. This now, goes back d- to the discussion we had with Dave last week, when, when we were talking about progression and what bands when they need to progress. This band is still, you know, writing the same type of music, and they continue to knock, it, knock, it, knock it out of the park.
1: I think so. I, I can't say that this is going to be like their breakout album, where people are going to be like, "It's going to be yes, interesting." See, but they're not going to. It's not going to be a semi one. I would
0: have to say that they are at the hike, height of their uh, career at, at the moment. Well, the
1: Jason Ghost went to number one in Australia. Oh wow! So I have a feeling this will probably go to number one as oh, well. Absolutely it has to in Australia. As for America, you know. They're, they're still going to be third bill to bands like whats the Fall <laughs> right right who go to you know number 15 in right. America so all I can do is keep on telling people about and that's how bands. we measure
0: success in the world whether or not America likes you right <laughs> <laughs> so
1: um, I don't know if you listened to too much of like Severed Ties was their first
0: full length which right.
1: was now three albums ago yeah did you listen to much of that album
0: not much of it like okay. I said like other than uh, Chasing Ghosts, which I think of prior to this is probably the album I listened to the most for this band. Not so much Youngbloods? Not so much Youngbloods. Which was the though. album
1: previous to Chasing Ghosts. No,
0: Chasing Ghosts was the first Amity Affliction album I ever heard. Sever Ties is probably just perfect enough.
1: Yeah? High Hopes is the EP that came out before uh-huh. Sever Ties. That together is pretty fucking good. Mm-hmm. So I do highly recommend those albums. Yeah, it wasn't
0: until, you know, I... You know, Giving you all this music, and uh, you just giving him such high praise that I had to give him another chance. It's just, and I'm glad I did because us. they're they're starting to grow in me, especially um, "Let the Ocean Take Me." Such a good album. I know. So uh, moving forward to this is a uh, my Ooh. this is my song. Yeah. <laughs> this is my father's son. Yeah. Now for me, this is where I started to feel like this band's got some.
1: Senses Fail influence. Don't this they? Is this some Senses Fail? This is the Senses <laughs>
0: Fail song right here. I
1: Am oh, and No this, Stranger this to is, Rage.
0: This is probably my favorite fucking riff in the whole album. It's such a, a good, good fucking riff. riff. The, definitely the
1: the two guitar players. Mm. Mm. So this is his I um, Want to Talk Shit on My Dad song, I yes. guess. And they haven't done that in the past. There hasn't okay. been a lot of parent-hating, you know, that's-why-my-life-sucks kind mm. of thing.
0: Well, you know, you gotta imagine. You know, he also talks about in the song how he gets his addiction problems from his, from genetics, right, and his rage problems. And his rage well. problems, yeah. So, and, but he also implies he never met his father.
1: Well, um, maybe song.
0: he knows enough about him, right?
1: But that's what he's saying. Like, even though I think it's in the chorus, yeah. Even though I never knew him, I find out we're the same.
0: Ah, which
1: is gay enough, but, you know. <laughs> That's <is> super gay.
0: <laughs> Either way, I still like the song the more and yeah, more I listen to it. It's a great song, and the guitar riffs, the guitars, clashing guitars on this are so good. Like, if, even if you're you you know, if going to pick up any uh, song from this album, I say Pittsburgh first, and then uh, My Father's Song just to listen to the guitar riff. It's so good. Not Don't Lean on Me?
1: That seemed like a good transition after Pittsburgh. Also, Never Alone. Dude. <laughs> It's a good kidding. fucking song. Shut up. I'm sorry, Adam.
3: <laughs> mm, there it is okay, again. Think, it's so good.
1: I think with "Never Alone," the the lyrics kill it a little bit. The, yeah. If it was different lyrics, then it probably would work better. I could write a better chorus, in my opinion.
0: Yeah. The the, the chorus just seemed like it took like a day. Like, the melody still, the song, itself.
1: The melody is good, but I I would have changed my lyrics
3: if I had written them.
0: Yeah.
1: So, thank it, you to them for coming up with the melody. Yeah, at least <laughs> <laughs> they're not all going to be winners, I guess. Um, still a good song. It could be on a B side to Bayonet.
0: You know, could be. yeah. Like <laughs> um, I'm starting to notice a pattern though for this band. It's always it's always screamed verse, screamed verse, and then and sung chorus. That's where I'm hoping they will progress yeah. into the future. So as far as I mean, that's that's probably like my only little nitpick for this band is that. The songs do start to sound the samey, at least structure-wise. Right, right. I think the earlier stuff
1: didn't have that that kind of structure. Yeah, there was a, it was a lot more a lot of different parts thrown together. That I were wonder if
0: there. they do it this way just so they know that they can pull it off live. Because as far as the cor- the chorus riffs are just kind of just you know, open chords, or I'm sorry, like power chords. And so that way, the that way the guitarist can sing, maybe while, he, while the he's on stage. Players.
1: Bass is the, the oh, whatever. <laughs> also, it's not that important, thing right? Exactly. <laughs> he, does, he doesn't have to be playing. anything. <laughs> um, so I'm, I'm interested. I, I feel like you hear that more in the Roadrunner albums now. Yeah. Is this structure kind of back and forth? And I have Ooh. a feeling like that is Roadrunner saying, "This is how you guys need to write a song." Yeah. This is the only way we will way. let you.
0: Released song music. That's I'm afraid of that kind of influence. I can't say it's for sure.
1: <laughs> yeah, we're we're not
0: part of Roadrunner Records. Hey, we talked through the whole song. Holy shit! So this is a uh, forest fire, the second to last song.
1: Now this at least, hey, he's he's singing a, a little bit of a verse here. Yeah, actually, it's, it's just the chorus. But <laughs> <laughs> he starts it off with some nice vocals. Yeah, yeah exactly. Vocals, right?
0: this, so this is one of their me- more mellow songs on the album.
1: How about this riff? It's a good riff. Right? It's a little chugga chugga you yeah. know, but the, that background guitar is like, bing, bing, bing,
0: bing. yeah. There, it's a good clashing guitars between the two guitars there. Mmm. Adams yeah. loving it.
1: <laughs> I, uh, I, I really like this chorus a lot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: it's
1: it's like this is the point where I'm just sitting there saying, now I like the album too much. Yeah. Something's wrong. <laughs> you know where I start well, to a question great album, man.
0: I start to really question it though so it's just like you're starting to question whether or not you like it for what it is or right. you starting to fanboy just out just because I'm becoming a fanboy like, oh, okay. I feel
1: like I'm my my. what's the word I'm looking for
0: you don't have any credibility for my, your my credibility. Yeah. Like
1: credibility I'm not being honest enough <laughs>
0: <laughs> no I think I'm right there with you because I, I, don't, I don't think I'm a fanboy of this band uh, right? I
1: doubt it but I feel like I've become it <laughs>
0: A little bit, but but I I think your opinion of it is, is, is pure. I, I You're right there. You're right up there it's with me. You're, you're calling out. You're calling out its issues. Right. Except for uh, never alone. Right. <laughs> hey, I told you the lyrics are poor. God damn it. But like
1: I'm, li- I'm that way with the Gaslight Anthem, where it's like I like too much of this uh-huh. to be like to have a, any credibility. We so we just
0: can't review the new album. That's what it is. I guess
1: so. As I went back and listened to some Gaslight Anthem, I'm listening to Sink or Swim. Yeah, and I'm like this is a 12 out of 12 album. Like, yeah, what the fuck is wrong with me? I didn't even like give it any down notes. But anyway, back so how screen. about we
0: go to the final track, uh, right. Give It All by Rise Against? Right, that's what
1: I was fearful of
0: as well so this is a long fucking song it's almost it five minutes long yeah. for an outro track um, do you think it ends the album well I think the album kind of ends abruptly I don't think there there, there isn't really a clear ending not this it, I was
1: expecting like some
0: Bondi Street blues yeah um, Sever that...
1: Ties the final track on that album uh-huh. our first full length ends like this one where it just kind of fades in a weird not yeah. sort of iconic way yeah um the The final track on Youngbloods is called "Fuck the Yankees," which is mm-hmm. a good song, in my opinion. But still, kind of ends with a fade. Like I think yeah. that's
0: just what they do. I think you know, but my my favorite albums always end with a song where you know it's ending. There's there's a there's a sense of finality to right. it. Right. Where Bondi Street Blues. Bondi uh, e Street Blues definitely, e Street Blues definitely. It was on their previous on their last album, and uh, this one it just kind of. You know it ends because there's no song that plays after this. Exactly. Yeah, so it's not necessarily a problem. But not there's a it. solid one minute fade out. Yeah, of this song, I think. And there, it really there is, but there, you, you don't get—you don't get this is the ending though. You you get oh maybe the next song is gonna play. This sounds like Sepultura. This is definitely Sepultura. They right, took this yeah. from Sepultura. <laughs> um,
1: the Crooked Youth. Yeah, or definitely. Crooked Young. Sorry whatever the name of that track is.
0: All the gang vocals and everything. This, yeah. yeah. It's good. It's still good stuff, though. Their songwriting skills are top-notch still. Right. Um,
1: what else was I going to say about this song? Fuck. I think it's just it's just one of those things where they can't end with a, you know, fade-out and then, Hey, Death, get fucked! Donk! <laughs> yeah. Exactly right.
0: <laughs> that's what I would have added to the end of this album, but, you know, that's just me. <laughs> I just wish... I, I You know, I, I understand that maybe they just... Came into the studio with a bunch of songs that they were writing. Let's go and fade it out. And uh, they, they 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 just went to it with a bunch of songs they were writing, and they didn't necessarily have a uh, an ending song. Right. They didn't. And, and maybe they felt like oh, we shouldn't have to write an ending just for the sake of an ending. So
1: what I like is that they're consistent with their ten track albums mm-hmm. as well, um, and they they just fucking hit the nail on the head. You know, like they they are just. A pretty consistent band they do their thing they don't they're not like trying to change for radio friendly sake
0: except for never alone but still <laughs> i don't
1: know if that's gonna like get them any sort of fucking radio friendly right.
0: content it, but you can tell that's what they were shooting for maybe because roadrunner records told them to or maybe it's because they did it of their own accord
1: it's very possible but. that roadrunner said we don't hear a single yeah or we don't hear a third single. So, write yeah, yeah. right, an 80s pop hit mm-hmm. or something. And I, <laughs> I don't know because, you know, it didn't work for Devil Wears Prada. They sure no. didn't have to write any radio friendly songs to still put out 818. That's true. I wonder
0: how that bang even got signed.
1: I don't know, but they. Whatever. Uh, the, I didn't care for that album at all. It was my least favorite album exactly. in like 2013. Yeah. <laughs> I so, know uh, you liked it okay. What but, are your
0: final thoughts on uh, um, uh, Let the Ocean God, Take I Me? I think.
1: Like out of all the albums so far, like this would rank up there with being one of my favorites of the year. I know. I think I would. Like I went back and forth with saying it's an eight, eight out of ten, nine Ooh. out of ten, ten Ooh. out of ten. Oh god, I don't know. It's which eleven one. out of ten. So meet me in December of twenty fourteen. Okay, so you don't I have will, a solid score yet. So you're around you, at least
0: at the lowest eight.
1: At the lowest an eight out of ten. Okay. At the highest ten out of ten. Yeah. I can't honestly wow. say. If I like it enough, I'd have to like break it down,
0: you know, minute by minute or something. I don't know. I'm going <laughs> to agree with you that this is definitely one of my favorite releases of this year. Woohoo! So far, yeah, I'm happy it to hear is. That. It is just a from from start to finish. It is just a solidly well written album, solidly well executed album, well produced as well. We get, we, yeah, we, we didn't really talk about the production of it, but uh, I don't know who their
1: producer is and if they've changed producers. Or yeah, one, me neither. I didn't I
0: didn't look it up either. But uh, it's but so far, I mean. It's, it's been kind of a slow year. I don't know if that has to do with it. But, There's uh, been a few
1: standouts, but not a few A few standouts,
0: many. but you know, not, you know, not nearly as many releases as there was uh, 2013. But uh, I, I don't think that has anything to do with what I'm going to give the score. I'm going to give it an A average. Woo. It is a f- solidly well-written, well, well-performed album and, uh, and featuring one of my favorite songs of the year, which is Pittsburgh. It's wow. such a good song. Such and a good, sh- powerful song, too. I
1: agree. I have to agree. Um, yeah, I can't believe I didn't like it at first. No, it, was is, when I it was weird when I finally started listening to the album. We version. first,
0: we first heard it when they released the music video of it. That right. probably had a lot to do with it because the video was kind of dumb. Well, I kept on not watching the video
1: and just okay. listening to the song. So I would be on my computer doing other mm-hmm. things. It's and... it's
0: weird how you can listen to a song on its own and then listen to it within the context of the rest of this album right. and just ha- have two different feelings about it.
1: I probably only heard the song four times prior to listening to the album. Mm-hmm. So, like when I first listened to the album version, I was like, "This song fucking rules!" Yeah, <laughs> what is, what the hell was my problem before this? <laughs> you also so, you also
0: heard it live too before. You, yes, before and the I album. was like,
1: not happy with it live. Oh wow, interesting. So it's like, fuck. <laughs> I don't. I, I hate myself now. It's interesting myself.
0: that you get a a, 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 a new perspective. <laughs> you just give it like a couple more weeks, and It's weird.
1: Uh, I don't know what the fuck I was thinking with that. So that's awesome, man.
0: So definitely, uh, both a, rec- a recommendation from Adam and I. So go check out uh, tomorrow on Tuesday. Go check out the "Let the Ocean Take Me" by the Amity Affliction. All right.
1: She's back from dreaming about singing pittsburgh in
0: her mind yeah yeah is there cancer in your blood i would hope not because that's leukemia
1: i don't want it to be i'm too little for i don't
0: want you to get leukemia that that would suck it would be like there's fire in your skin monkey mike let the ocean take me
1: (laughs) don't lean on me look at that
0: big pretty smile so i'm glad you're here little girl because we're going to be talking about uh, my sound off really quick Uh, are you excited little girl for july 15th 2015 yes well, a lot of people were because Ant-Man was supposed to come out on that day. And we're actually still wondering if uh, oh. if, if the movie's going to be delayed or anything. Because that uh, th- th- this past week has been really rough for the movie Ant-Man. Well, hmm. originally, Edgar Wright, was, uh, he's, he's been actually working on that movie since 2006. And he actually just dropped out this past week due to script changes oh. by Disney and Marvel. And uh, uh, oh, we since then, uh, we've had a few directors just trying to... Uh, Come back into it to try to uh, to, uh, to try to replace Edgar Wright, and one of which was Adam McKay, who did uh, one of our favorite movies that we that we did last year, uh, uh, Anchorman 2. Uh, we also had uh, uh, Rossen Thurber, who did uh, We Are the Millers, uh, Ruben Fleischer, Zom- who did Zombieland, uh, Nicholas Stoller, who did uh, Neighbors, and they've all passed on uh, on, on 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 the Ant Man script. Wow. So Ant Man is looking. Like so, it's not uh, working out so well now. But they got Jago Levitt, and they got Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd. Well, not Jango Levitt. He's going to be doing something else for Marvel. It, it's unannounced. Okay. But uh, uh, Paul Rudd. Yeah, he's going to be he's going to be the lead character, Scott Lang. They uh, also got Michael Douglas, who, who played the original Ant-Man. Well, so, he's going to be playing the original Ant-Man, the original creator of the Pym particles. Oh. Because you, you're such a comic book <laughs> reader, you know what that is. <laughs> so uh, so far, the cast is still is still set to continue, but uh, everyone's we we still wondering what the uh, uh, who the new director is going to be. And so it's not looking so good for that movie. And it's actually going to come out like in a little over a year from now. So they need to get started. <laughs> <laughs> we have a release date, but we have no movie. <laughs> exactly,
1: and the um, release date
0: is 13 months from now.
1: That's going to really make the movie probably not so good
0: i, I would hope so i mean marvel and marvel is really good about you know getting you know it, being on time and you know having a great crew great uh great writing staff and everything and this is like the first time people are starting to wonder if they can actually put a movie out in time
1: well they'll have to go back to all those other movies that they did
0: i know can we now, now they're just gonna have to settle for their billion dollar success yeah. <laughs> right. movies right like captain america right. iron man 3 the Avengers. Iron Man Four, <laughs> Iron Man Five. Exactly. <laughs> it so it's not going. looking so good for Ant Man, and I was kind of looking forward to that because that was, you know, that was a movie that people were not gonna, you know, people were thinking that wasn't really gonna, really gonna work it. But Edgar Wright, you know, who does all the um, Simon Pegg movies, uh, yes. uh, yeah, like uh, Shaun of the Dead and stuff like that. So people were people were and people really like his uh, writing style and his directing style. So people were looking forward to the movie just because of that. Uh, But, you know, it's, it, it looks like since he's dropped out, uh, I think a lot of people's interest have, has waned. And that makes me sad. So sad. Okay.
1: Well, anything more on that? No. How about you review? Did you see Paul? I've <laughs> seen <laughs> Paul, yeah. it's a great Edver- movie.
0: Yeah, Edward, Edgar Wright didn't make that movie, right? I was just going to ask if he did that one as oh. well. I, it's, I think, they, well, those guys are in it, so right. I no, imagine no, that <laughs> And
1: Seth Rogen, like, totally saved that movie. Do you think so?
0: Yeah, that movie was okay.
1: It was pretty fucking good.
0: Yeah, it was okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, so should we discuss albums? Let's do it, man. All right, highlight of the week
0: was "Let the Ocean Take Me." <laughs>
1: that was last week. Yes, <laughs>
0: <laughs> we had to go back in time to get that. So, album. what was the highlight of the week for you?
1: The Hollow by Memphis May Fire. Get her, Maddie. Are you kidding I'm me? F- fucking serious that that was a really good album. No kidding, I. Was very surprised. Don't get me wrong. Wow. I went into it expecting to hate everything about this band.
0: Maddie Mullins.
1: So I think that this will probably be the only one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I don't know. Like, I just I was listening to it and like, oh, this sucks, this sucks, this sucks. And then all of a sudden by the fourth or fifth listen, I was like, these choruses are pretty Okay, hooky. so
0: it sucked for you at first when you first listened well, to it. Well, everything sucks to me at first. You even like, Let the Ocean just, Take Me, huh?
1: That one changed my life on first okay, listen. There you go. But I was—I went into it with a whole different, like, this band needs to save my life kind of thing. And if it doesn't, I'll probably have to kill myself. Okay. Um, you have to let the ocean take you. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I had high expectations for that album. Now with the Hollow, though, like, I—I, I, it just was a very well done-ish album. Okay. Um, I got a lot of a Skylit Drive Nothing vibe. really
0: life-changing, though. It's just more Nothing just kind of... Nothing life-changing.
1: There's just... Just some catchy like, tunes? It was like a less good version of a Skylit Drive, and he okay. sounds a lot like Jag Jagman. Um, did you ever get that feel from, from No, Maddie?
0: I never got a okay. Skylit Drive feel from them. I just kind of got I
3: mm.
1: I don't know if Maddie does the the unclean vocals as well.
0: I think he does. Does he
1: do the screaming? I yeah. think he does. Wow! Because the more I listen to it, I, it sounds like it's two different people. Mm-hmm. But you know, more power to him. I
0: but of guess. course, I don't, I don't, I don't like this band enough to research them enough to know who does what. So, and I, I thought the album art was
1: kind of cool. Yeah, it was kind of cool. <laughs> it's it's, uh, it's, it's, it looks a kind weird of weird. Little looks, half looks, and half skeleton man. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: I think this was from 2009, mm-hmm. like 2010, I roughly think.
0: about that time. Okay, so it. Uh, yeah. I am very shocked to hear that.
1: Me too. Um, <laughs> I was really shocked, you know, yesterday when I was listening to it and just saying, like, I'm gonna have to give this like a nine or an eight out of ten. Whoa. There's a weird Whoa! instrumental track in there called Interlude. Yes. Which is a really good instrumental track, very like just guitar and you know why but, it's so
0: good? There's no Maddie Mullins in it. Right. But in
1: the <laughs> background there's just two people arguing with each other, mm-hmm. like a man and a woman, which I assume are supposed to be husband and wife which totally ruins the track for me. Okay. But if I could take that part out, <laughs> the guitar part is kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then the rest of it is okay. So Okay. Wow. Oh, well, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm surprised 55. to hear that. Okay, interesting. I'm still assuming the rest will not be so great. But anyway, right. moving on forward, um I did listen to the first EP from May Day Parade. Yeah. which was with Jason Lancaster. Mm-hmm. Um it has Three tracks that ended up on the first full length, mm-hmm. A Lesson About Romantics, which you know I already was familiar with those songs. One of the tracks was the plugged-in version because they put the acoustic version of yes. the song on the album. So I liked the plugged-in version a lot, and I liked those other two songs a lot. And the th- four new songs that I heard we really good. Mm-hmm. So I gave that like a seven out of seven.
0: Oh, wow. The EP. So you've been on a Jason Lancaster oh, kind that of bender. Dude, yeah.
1: There's something, something special about yeah. it. <laughs> um, so moving forward to the second go radio. Yeah. EP. More Jason Lancaster. More Jason Ra- Lancaster. I think it came out in 2010, which was roughly two years after the first EP. came Okay. Out. Um, it's called Do-Overs and Second Chances.
0: Second Chances and Do-Overs. From
1: what I yeah. wrote here, yeah. So, um, a really good EP, I think. Like, they're very much better than, you know, any of the, the stuff on the previous EP. Mm-hmm. And getting away from the Counting Crows only influence. So yeah, I thought that of was course. Cool, but still, like, some good hooky stuff. Some good, just like, power rock ballady. Well, not... I guess you could say power ballady, but a lot more like the Mayday Parade first album. Mm-hmm. You know, just good, solid stuff. Gave it a...
0: Stuff that, you know, maybe mainstream music fans could probably listen definitely, to too. Yeah,
1: definitely. It's not it's not alienating by right. any means. <laughs> not like that Memphis may fire. <laughs> um but yeah, I think I gave it like a six out of seven. Wow. Like just the first track I didn't really care for. Man. The rest of it was kinda cool.
0: Is Jason Lancaster like your new gaslight anthem? I'm I don't think so,
1: but <laughs> the first full length called Lucky Street, yeah, is a pretty good album. I've only listened to it once so okay. far. But um We'll see how that one pans out. Yeah,
0: again, it's another another band that I was just surprised that you've gotten so attached to. Me too. <laughs> All right, man. So <laughs> Very it sounds here one. that you're still continuing on with your Vanna, right? So getting in, getting getting in, getting uh, getting prepared for Void coming out next right. week. So like a new hope came out, which was really good.
1: Yes. And then they did the that EP, the Honest Hearts EP, yes. which was only three new songs, which were really good. Mm-hmm. And then they came, Bearing Bones came out.
3: It was kind and of boring.
1: They went way backwards yeah. in time with their <laughs> progression. Um, I don't know what happened, but.
0: I, I found that album to be very boring. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. It was only. It was really short. It was like 33 minutes, mm-hmm. which is still five minutes longer than the next album is. Yeah. <laughs> the Few and Far feet <laughs> three. Um But I did not give it favorable reviews. It was very. missing a lot of hookiness mm-hmm. and the screaming was not it, it just kind of
0: it's just kind of there it's just kind of there yeah
1: um there's a couple of like i gave it a four out of 11 I okay
0: think. so it's not a, not not a total loss then not a
1: total loss but really yeah it was it was not um the last song white light mm-hmm. remember that
0: song i vaguely remember it yes
1: that one is okay, okay. that's like the only song that's any different
0: yeah, oh, I, I do remember that album ended better than it began. Right.
1: And like I was thinking it wouldn't end very well when I when that song came on and it was like all soft and
0: you are the white light <laughs> but
1: it grew on me over time.
0: Never so. alone, never alone. <laughs> so i'm
1: not looking forward to
0: the rest of them Ooh, you got like one more to go before void comes right. out next week right has has
1: void come out to the industry to journalists insiders yet no not yet, not yet so even as their, i was recording even their hardcore fans don't know enough <laughs> to uh illegally pirate it. <laughs> right <laughs> i mean legally pirate their right stuff right put it that's on. what i mean <laughs>
0: So um, yeah, was that everybody? That's everybody. And next week we're going to be uh, uh, tackling the next, the other album that comes out tomorrow. That would be the Word Alive with Real. Highly anticipated.
1: Highly anticipated. Yes,
0: for me, I listened to it
1: all week long, and we will
0: discuss. Anticipated enough for me, yes. But uh, we will be talking about that next week. And uh, again, another album. uh, I'm sorry, another another episode closer to episode 100. And I think we're going to have to do. do um, probably uh, we're gonna call up our, our good friend Makilla. Oh, we're probably gonna have to call, uh, uh, you know, Rainbow Sprinkle, and Rainbow Sprinkle is alive. he's still alive. And we're gonna have to call our good friend Dave on his offer on a rap battle. Okay. You think you think you think we could pull that off? Will it
1: be all improvised?
0: <laughs> we'll see. I don't know. You're gonna have to talk to them about that. Okay. Right? Okay. <laughs>
1: we'll see if they if they email Beats back and forth through, <laughs> or no through
0: rotary dialed. <laughs> stuff, uh, like the technology does exist yes. <laughs> so thank you guys for checking out our show this week tell us what you guys thought of Let the Ocean Take Me I'll have a streaming link down below which you can uh, check out on SoundCloud uh, and let us know what you thought of the album and if you have any album requests Please let us know now for those as well. For my my friend Adam, I am your host, Mike. And let the ocean take you sometimes. I will. (laughs) It's a good thing to let you take (laughs) it.